Welcome to Talk Bridal to Me. I'm your host, Anna Muma, a pro makeup artist in the Pacific Northwest, and I am here to bring you guests that lay, slay, and relay. They lay the groundwork for their clients, they do their job well, and they tell you how to get the most of your bridal experience. If you're a bride and not quite sure where to start or what to do, or just need a little boost in your wedding planning, this is the podcast for you. Welcome. Let's get started. All right, everybody, thank you for joining me on the Talk Bridal to Me podcast. I am here with Sunflower Stems and Sweets. Her name is Kaylin Myers, and she creates beautiful bouquets out of wood flowers, which is so unique to me. When I first landed on her Instagram page, I knew we had to have her on the podcast because I don't think there's anybody else in this area that does this. Am I right? Not in this area, I don't think. No, I do know that nationwide. There are quite a few talented artists yeah. out there. Um, I haven't been able to find anybody around here. Well, what a neat niche yeah. to, to be able to bring. The idea of wood flowers is such a fun concept to me. Explain to us what they are in the first place to somebody who might not know. Yeah, so wood flowers, it's actually, it feels very similar to balsa wood. Um, very pliable. It's actually the root of a cactus dwelling, kind of desert dwelling plant. Um, so it's, it's really unique and special in that it doesn't need any water to, um, be produced like a real flower, um, which to me is, is very cool, very important. And so after they take up the cactus, they cut it off and they make it into shavings and then they use, um, it's very similar to the tools that you use with like clay forming. It's just hand tools and they shave them to the flowers. Interesting, yeah. because I was feeling them and I'm like, how did they even take, because I think wood flowers, I think like you cut down a tree yeah, and you make the flowers out of that, but it's actually yeah. part of the cactus. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, it's the root. Okay. Yeah. That's so interesting. It is very interesting. It's an interesting concept and I'm curious how whoever first created it came upon it. Yes, Yeah. absolutely. Well, how did you get started with this then? It's a very um, random, very happenstance of... Um, a hidden talent for sure. I, my cousin was getting married and I always loved flowers. Um, they're a very special thing. Flowers are. And I was kind of going to craft stores, looking at the fake flowers and kind of, she's a budget bride. And a lot of us out there are budget brides and, um, fake flowers are not that cheap, not that affordable. Um, so I was just cruising the internet and I, I found these and I was like, they're a great deal um, to get. You can get like twenty five fifty for the price of like twenty five dollars, for instance. Wow. Whereas twenty five dollars is going to get you maybe three bushelfuls at a craft store. Um, so it was it was really interesting. I was like, well, I have to give these a try. And um, I was looking, and I was like, I can get any color I want out of these. Yes. And. She was, she, her colors were purple. And I was like, sometimes it's a hard, sometimes you get a really ugly purple. Yes. At a craft store. And I was like, I can give her any color she wants. And it just kind of, it went from, went from there. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So when you first purchase the flowers, do they come colored or do you have to color them yourself? They come raw. There are some out there that sell colors, but my goal for a wood flower is to make it look as much like a real flower as I can. Um, meaning 
making a sunflower, you're making the center darker, you're making the petals yellow, whereas if you buy them pre-colored, they're probably all one color. So all are going to be yellow or the whole flowers. That makes green sense. Or whatever. So um, I take them in the raw state and I will dip, do a dip dye typically. And then after they're dry, I will add hand elements. Oh my goodness. How long does it take you to do one single like flower bud or does it depend on w- the color and the type of flower? It depends on the type of flower. So uh, if so a lot of real life flowers have multiple tones or they'll have almost like a um, ombre effect. Yes, a gradient. Um, yes. Yeah. So I will do I will say to just initially dye a flower. It's very quick. Um I, unless I will say roses or certain things that have, um, for instance, this rose, how it has the curled petal. Yes. Um, if you dye it, if you dip dye it, they'll unfold. So I, I personally use hairspray and I'll spray hairspray on it. And it's like a locking, Mm -hmm. um, spray that it, they won't uncurl. It's very interesting. It's an interesting concept, but so that, that will flower will take just a little bit longer, maybe an hour longer. Um, dipping them is instant and then I let them dry for a day and then I will start to hand and add my hand implements to it. That's amazing. Yeah. Some people are really good at air spraying. I've tried it. I don't have the patience for it. I will say (laughs) like an airbrush gun. Yes. I got the whole setup for it and I was like, nope, can't do it. So (laughs) I just not for me. (laughs) Yep. I stick to just the hand brush. Wow. Yeah. So far it's worked out though. Yeah, obviously. So for the roses, when it comes to doing the, um, like the hairspray, how did you learn that? Or do you just watch YouTube there, videos? So there, when I first started, um, I was trying to, to make them as unique as I could. Yeah. I didn't want to, like a fake flower. They're, they're, some of them are very, very cool fake flowers, but others sometimes they, they look like a fake flower, yeah. you know? And I wanted to try and see how close I could mimic a real flower. So I YouTube all of these videos. Um, there are a lot out there, how to videos. So they have, um, my main source is a source called, Oh, you're lovely. And she is an amazing artist. She has all these how to YouTube videos and she has been a godsend. Um, so she's, I've really watched a lot of her videos on how to use in, um, just different techniques on how you can make these flowers your own. Absolutely. When it comes to the actual painting of the flowers, do you use a special type of paint? Acrylic. Okay. Nope. I think that um, that's the so everybody seems to use. I've noticed. Okay. Um, I've I've been a part of a few Facebook groups where they kind of talk back and forth. Um, I think some people have tried spray um spray paint, but it makes oh, yeah. the flowers really stiff. Uh, I will say that with the paint, I also add vegetable glycerin. I was going to ask if you use yeah. like a mixing medium to kind yeah. of like. Uh, change the opacity so yeah so what i do is i will take some acrylic paint a little bit of glycerin kind of the same amount and then i'll add water to it okay and that's what creates the the full dye effect and even with the glycerin plus the water it stays on the flower yeah that's amazing i know it's a really interesting concept it is yeah do you feel like the flowers fade after a little while or do they stay true to color for quite some time i have so i've been doing this for about three years my mom has a bouquet that has not faded wow yeah i will say just like anything if it sits in your house it can develop dust so that can make it look faded but i found that a hairdryer 
work oh, yeah. best to just, you know, kind of get the dust off and bring yeah. it back to life. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, and they look incredibly real. I know you brought some to kind of show. So if you're watching on YouTube, you get the benefit of being able to see. Would you mind showing us yeah. one of these bouquets? Because you got out of the car and I was like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> these are amazing. Yeah, you could just set it right there. Maybe tell us a little bit about what goes into creating something like this. It's um, a lot of just kind of just how I learned is I just went for it. I mm -hmm. was all in and you kind of learn by mistake. There are a lot of mistakes I've made in letting them be too wet so that all the roses uncurl. Yeah. And that's really not what you want. No, you want them to stay as unique as they come to you. Um, So I I watched a lot of floristry videos just from real flowers, you know, wood flowers, fake flowers to kind of get the how do you make a beautiful bouquet? What yeah. are the concepts you need to kind of grasp before you do it? And from there, it's kind of, I just, it's weird because it just kind of comes to you. You know, you, yes. I just kind of, I look at it and I'm like, what would I, I start with the colors. I start with the color scheme. Yes. So for instance, this is kind of an earth tone color scheme. So I went with earth tone green. And I, I just start making, I start grabbing stuff and I put it together and I grab the, for instance, the couple of the flowers I dyed. So these ones again were earth tones. Yep. So I start kind of grabbing bundles and just add on and add on. And I start with what I call a really rough proof. Yep. Um, so for instance, I'm doing a wedding right now and I sent her her first proofs this morning and I was like, this is very first pass, <laughs> very rough. Give me your, yep your full feedback yep um before i start dialing it in and um, most of the time the first one is really ugly and so i you know i just sometimes they're really unbalanced i have mm -hmm. a really huge clump of greenery here and all my flowers are over here and yeah kind of i start with the rough piece and i try to just adapt and change that one versus starting from scratch wow it's a very weird process because i don't really have a process i just kind of go for it yep yeah and that's okay yeah i think sometimes really good art is created when we just kind of take some colors and look at it and say okay what's gonna go with this and start just playing i know my sister um she used to make wreaths and had a wreath business and it was very similar to that she'd have like her wall of fake flowers and she would just kind of start pulling and putting stuff together and seeing what looks good yeah i forget i think they're called mood boards yes and i kind of the my little studio is there's different paint and colors all over the place mm -hmm. because it's not really like a plus b plus c it's more like a z g three four and you just <laughs> kind of come together elemental p yes exactly yes. yeah absolutely well and they look amazing and i know in a past conversation you said bees try to pollinate them and people try to smell them like they look that real it's the highest compliment it really really is yes and i i let them try to smell for a while and then i'm like like i did a craft show <laughs> last year and i let them kind of just i get a lot of scowls because people don't understand what it is yeah and um then they try to smell and i'm like real. <gasps> and um so it's, it's just a huge compliment absolutely yeah yes so what are people's typical reactions um, a lot of it is confusion because yeah. it's not it's not widely known. It's still yeah. very um a niche, like you said, niche. And um I get a lot of questions as to how if I make them, 
which I do not. I that the real talent is how they form it. Really is. I don't know how I've tried it. Yeah. Don't have the patience for it. Yeah. Um. The people who do are really talented. I get a lot of questions about dust. Like I said, yeah. um, it's just a people love that they can keep it forever. Yeah. That's a lot of the comments I get from brides is yeah. I get to keep this forever. And the last wedding I did last summer, um, they got to give away some of them as gifts. Mm. So, I mean, sometimes when there's gifts at a wedding, it's a very generic, like for us, we did wildflower seeds. It's very yeah. generic. Yeah. But if you can give a little bit of your wedding to say a grandparent or something that they can take home, it's, it means a lot. I know that my cousin's wedding, um, they gave away some of their centerpieces to family and they're still there now. So wow. it's very special. Absolutely. Yeah. What a neat legacy. And as far as preservation, it, can people put like a dust bag or something over it? Like if they were to store it and have like a seasonal bouquets, because I'm thinking you might have your Christmas bouquet and mm -hmm. your summer bouquet. Where, how are some ways that people can store it practically? Because I know for me, when my husband and I got married almost 12 years ago, we got our flowers and I was like, I'm going to keep it forever. And there were roses. And by the time we had moved our fourth time, it was just like, like crumbling in a box. And I'm sure these are delicate, even mm -hmm. though they're not real. So what are some ways that you can store it effectively? It's it's something that I've I haven't experienced yet because okay. I know that for the people who have kept their weddings, they're either on the wall or mm. they're on a like a wedding bouquet, for instance, isn't like it's not necessarily a seasonal thing. Sure. My grandma has a wreath that I did for her and she keeps everything in a bag in the basement. So I haven't heard things that have gone wrong. I will say that since there would, I am more than happy to replace the piece if it go, if it cracks. Um, it's because they, I dye them, I can get that exact color again. Yeah. So it's, I haven't experienced any complaints about things not keeping. Yeah. Um, I will say if they will crush, I mean, it's yes. still a, a delicate piece of, um, floral or like floral pieces wood brushes and can um crack and that sort of thing but they're easily replaced and absolutely i just send replacements if that happens that's a great great thing yeah. i love that <laughs> what are some other benefits to using wood flowers as opposed to real i will say um other than i mean for me i think it's really great because you you don't a lot of times flowers especially in a place like this where pretty harsh climate mm -hmm. um they're shipping from either out of the country or out of the state mm -hmm. um, which these are also shipping here but they don't require water or refrigeration so um for those who it matters a little bit less of a climate impact um i will say that i can my goal is to recreate a real flower as close as i can absolutely so if you love orchids um that's a high premium flower typically mm -hmm. but for wood flowers it's not going to be a premium flower it's just you know the same flower so um, a little bit less cost, especially if it's out of season. So, like yeah. when I got married, some of the flowers I really wanted were in season. So if you want them, you either pay a premium or they're yes. just not available. So that's not really a problem for wood flowers. Let's say you are dreaming of a winter wedding and it's in the middle of Montana and it's yeah. snowing. I will say that you that's not a worry. We can yeah. get you whatever kind of flower you want. That's amazing. I love that because I, I know I've talked with florists and they do say there's a big seasonal gap Yeah, as far as what you can get at certain times of year and you don't have to worry about that and you don't have to worry about keeping them fresh. Right. Or you can probably also 
put them together way farther in advance than a real bouquet. Am I, am yep. I right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And um, I've done that for, so some brides are very wishy-washy, which is totally fine. We've all been there. Um, luckily, I can reuse them. Oh, Say yeah. we wanted one sort of centerpiece, but that's not going to work out anymore. Mm-hmm. I can at least reuse them. Whereas I don't have to charge you for those flowers. We can reuse them and, you know, not have to do a whole new order, basically. Yes. So yeah. there's a lot less waste. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And um, it's it's been really great to be adaptable. Like when my cousin got married, it was very hot summer, very smoky. And um, her pieces were outside all day. Mm. And, you know, wasn't burning wilting. So I know that's sometimes at least here in, you know, really hot climate. Yeah. That can be a big problem. In July. Yeah. When your reception is outside. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. Price wise, are wood flowers typically less or more than real flowers? It really depends. So it kind of goes back to the specialty flower. I mean, some flowers are premium. Some, a lot of roses, that's a premium flower. A orchid is a premium flower. Mm-hmm. And that's not really a problem for wood flowers. So it, it really depends. If you're doing a smaller bouquet with typical flowers of real flowers, it might be a wash. Mm-hmm. If you're doing a really extravagant piece and you want all of these beautiful, extravagant flowers, wood flowers are probably the way to go. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. What are some of the goals that you have for your clients? I, whenever I think I love working with brides because it's such an exciting time and you are just happy. And as someone who works with brides, it makes you happy because you want to make them happy and make that day feel mm-hmm. really special. Um, I did all of the things for our wedding. I did all of the decorations and all of the planning. And so Same. my goal with the bride is to take the stress out of at least one portion of your wedding. Give a bride or a groom, whoever you're working with, I happen to have only worked with brides so far, is um, trust. Mm-hmm. You can trust that I will take your vision and make it happen. Yeah, I know at least for me, when I was planning our wedding, I was a control freak because it's, it's your day. You have this vision. And, you know, Pinterest is really a blessing and yes. a curse at the same time <laughs> because you want that Pinterest wedding. Uh-huh. And that's what you plan for and that's what you envision and then the day of you don't get to do any of it you all of your trust is in someone else's hand and i do my best to try to take that anxiety Mm -hmm. away i will be the one setting up your pieces i'll keep the bride or whoever it is as involved as as they want if they are a control freak like i was i will i'll Get everything that you want down in writing and make sure that that's executed on your day. Yeah. And that's um, other than my personal goals in your bouquet and trying to make it look as much as a real flower as I can and give you all the looks you want. Biggest thing is is stress. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So say a bride inquires with you kind of what is your first step in figuring out what their vision is for their flowers? Um, I'm big on photos because a lot of what I do in trying to make a flower look as real as I can, it's based on photos, really. Um, So I'm really encouraging on Pinterest boards and any photos they want to show me of their dream bouquets or that sort of thing. So I it's kind of like I use the term a lot and it's not that appealing, but I use the word word vomit. Give me all of your ideas, all of your Pinterest boards, all of your dreams and we start from there. And yep. then I started to try to start a dialogue with narrowing down because some brides 
don't know what they want. And mm-hmm. that's totally fine. And that's expected. And so we try to, I do um, have a lot of communication and like, where's your venue? What time of day is your venue? And because mm-hmm. a lot of times I get from brides, um, it's a huge honor is I trust you. I trust your vision. And so I try to take what they want and use kind of um, what I think might best fit yeah. for their color choice, their time of year, their venue, and kind of go. I give them, after we're kind of down the road and we've narrowed down what she wants in her look, I'll do a proof and I'll get kind of a final sign off on what she's looking for. And then I just take it. And I typically, I try to give them a little bit of surprise, as in not stress surprise, yeah. but like, at this point, you know what you're getting. You know what it's going to look like. I got it here. And, mm-hmm. you know, trust me and it'll it'll turn out the way you want. Yes. Yeah. You want them, you want to be able to hand them their bouquet and for their eyes to light up. Yes. And just feel that joy. And I think also, too, there's a difference between seeing a proof in a picture and actually holding it in your hands. Yeah. And there's something magical about the wedding day when everything is finally coming together. And I think it's so wonderful that you create such a a timeless piece that they can have and and have for 10 years 20 years down the road and be able to look at that and just be able to relive those memories yeah and smile i think it's um if i had known about these i probably would run them on my wedding day because i tried to save my bouquet like you said it did not go well um and i think there's really something special because a lot of times you as a bride don't remember your day yeah all of the stress is finally coming down and everything's a blur and all you're hoping is that someone doesn't give a drunk speech or something like that. And when you have the flowers that you can look at, you can hope fill you with happiness and give you a little bit of um, remembrance for that day Absolutely. that you may not feel in the moment. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Kaylin, is there anything else that you feel is, impor- is important for brides to know about how you operate or the flowers or anything else you'd like to let, let listeners know? I will say, um, I get it. The thing for real flowers, they're stunning and beautiful. And mm-hmm. I have a flower farm where our house, like I totally get the love and desire because real flowers means elegance typically. And I will say, don't count out the wood flower. Mm-hmm. It's if it's not for your wedding, um, it can be a wedding piece. Like right now I'm working on um, a one year anniversary piece. So I'm recreating their bouquet and putting it in a picture frame. Oh, I just got chills. So, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really special. And I think that there are some really, no matter where you are in the States, there's someone who can create a beautiful moment for you with these wood flowers. So absolutely, I, I think that they are up and coming. And I think that they're a great opportunity to give you the exact look that you want without paying the premium for it absolutely well where can listeners find you online instagram um are my website is getting a facelift right now so instagram or email really is the best place um sunflower stems and sweets i'm always available wonderful yeah thank you so much for coming today thank you for having me this is my first time and it was it was really exciting and i'm excited to see where it goes absolutely thank you Thank you for joining us for another episode of Talk Bridal to Me. If you found this episode helpful, be sure to subscribe. And if you really liked it, we'd love a five-star review. 
I'm Anna Muma, and until next time, feel beautiful, friends.